You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand ghost of a chance? Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Your Nation Radio Podcast. Now I have a special guest on today. Has never been on the show before? Kyle Barber, who is the managing editor of SB Nation's Raven site, Baltimore Beatdown, and is also a contributor to BaltimoreRavens.com and their Late for Work series. We're doing a little bit of everything Ravens related down there in the Baltimore area. Kyle, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me, Seamus. Yeah, like the kind of cross-pollination between the SB Nation NFL blog. We've got the SB Nation NFL NFL show having the kind of the editors from all the different sites on there. Uh, Brandon Lee Gallon is on there from Bleeding Green Nation. So if you're listening to this, like BGN Radio, be sure to subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show as well. Check Brandon on there and then you know, a ton of the great contributors that I listen to it every day. I have uh, actually checked up against uh, stats and BLG. Yeah. And I had some uh, Lamar slander that I will oh. not take. Called them out on Twitter, said we can talk about this on Twitter or you guys can have me on the show, but I'm ready to, to battle regardless uh, a few weeks back. And, and they said, save it for the podcast. So I've hopped Ooh. on there and I've gone uh, toe to toe with the big guys over there. So uh, yeah, their show is excellent. Definitely subscribe to the SB nation NFL show. If you haven't already. Yeah. I like when RJ Ochea or Chella from blogging the boys <laughs> is on there. Cause I like, I don't know. He doesn't know me well, but I just know him from like the, they do the NFC East mixtape show, which mm-hmm. is great on here as well. It's on both uh, sites feeds, but just kind of fake hate him where told him that, like we're going to do a get together watch party for week three, the Eagles play the Cowboys on Monday Night football in Dallas. So like, I want to get like Michael kissed up here for it. He, that guy won't come here, but I'm saying you should come <laughs> and we'll just boo you for like four hours in some brewery in Philadelphia or something like that. That's a good plan. Uh, RJ actually follows me on a different podcast tonight uh, oh. recording. Um, I'm at seven. He's at seven 30. So he's going to have to try and catch the heat. You know, I'm Ooh. a tough act to follow. So absolutely. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be talking a bunch of smack to RJ on socials after, after the recording. So uh, it's going to be fun, but yeah, RJ's uh, an interesting character for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I have Kyle on today to discuss Lamar Jackson his early early career success in Baltimore, and how that can mirror Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Obviously, similar styles. Hurts, not the caliber of player Lamar was coming into the NFL, and certainly Lamar has had tremendous success. He's, made the, he's won the MVP trophy in 2019, goes to the playoffs in 2020, wins his first playoff game, correct? Correct. 2020, yes. Correct. And tons of success. That's the absolute ceiling if you, know, you would dream that Jalen Hurts can have a career uh, in the next couple of years, the way Lamar has succeeded in Baltimore. But I wanted to see how those situations mirrored each other and how the Eagles could copy that to bring Hurt success, not only just this year, but potentially 
for years to come. So coincidentally, and I mentioned this, we were talking before the show, the Eagles, after winning the Super Bowl, had the 32nd pick in the 2018 NFL draft because they had so much talent on their roster and they had a quarterback that could have won MVP the season before and had a different quarterback who won Super Bowl MVP. The Eagles obviously weren't in a market for, this, for an MVP or, uh, sorry, I should say, a quarterback in that year's draft. So they trade out of the 32nd pick with the Ravens, who traded to select out of Louisville, the 2016 Heisman Trophy winner, the third runner up in the 2017 Heisman voting, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it was uh, quite an exciting time for our website because uh, fans wanted Lamar Jackson. Okay. Joe Flacco was uh, was a fan favorite, no doubt. But Lamar was somebody that a lot of people had mocked to him at 16, where they were originally supposed to be drafting at 16 or 18. Um, and then uh, they traded back. They traded back a second time. And and that first selection in that draft was not actually Lamar. It's uh, pretty shocking to consider. Even the Ravens did pass over Lamar initially with uh, picking Hayden Hurst, tight end out of South Carolina originally. But yeah, fans were excited about Lamar and, and the idea of, of landing a, a, a quarterback early rather than seeking one out when it's too late to do so. And uh, a little bit of fresh blood in the franchise after uh, nearly a decade with Joe Flacco. Not totally similar, but there are some vibes there that you can't help but look at with the way Carson Wentz was the entrenched franchise quarterback for the Eagles. And then day two of the draft, the Eagles have, I believe, the 52nd pick, 54th pick in the second round. And there's some safeties on the board. There's some defensive ends. People think the Eagles are going to draft. And then out of nowhere, they select Jalen Hurts. And again, it's different. Wentz is much younger. Wentz didn't want to – he has a Super Bowl ring but didn't win Super Bowl MVP and have that true playoff performance where Flacco went in some crazy sicko god full send mode in the 2012 <laughs> playoffs and played like Nick Foles did in 2017. Really, it's kind of similar vibes there too. Um, but it was met with so much – I wouldn't say hostility but just confusion and anger specifically not at Hurts nor at Wentz but at the organization for doing so. And it certainly caused friction in the Eagles locker room with Wentz, who had dealt with the entire full saga hanging over his head for two years, finally thinks he's going to be the main guy. Foles is out of town. He's in Jacksonville, signed a huge contract, got the bag. And then he has to now look over his shoulder once again because the Eagles used a top 60 pick on another quarterback who could usurp him, which he eventually did in the 2020 season. And, you know, it just sh shook his confidence because it was so rattled to begin with after the entire full saga. So was there friction clearly between Flacco and Lamar in that, I guess, 2018 season? Because I, I believe so Flacco started as the started to begin the season and played it and go so well. He Lamar comes in, they did some trick plays with him and Lamar helps lead into the playoffs. And that's kind of similar to what happened to Hertz this year, where. Eagles are struggling. They throw some Hurts plays in there, have some success, have some misfires there. But eventually Hurts comes in. Again, obviously they're not as good as the Ravens were in, in 2018 and 2019, so we didn't lead them to the playoffs. But they were kind of in the mix to, by week 15, week 16. Yeah, so uh, the friction was – I wouldn't say like it was nearly to the level that the Eagles are uh, experienced with Wentz, Hurts, and, and the, that saga. Uh, yeah. However, is a good word. Yes. Uh, as as for Joe Flacco, you know, he said he, he was, I would say, 
confident. And I think uh, he, he earned a bit of that respect of like, I'm still the starter. Like I'm here for a reason and I plan on, you know, not giving up my position. You know, I think it was more of a competitive uh, vibe than it was uh, friction, but I think there definitely was some like, Anytime you are the starting quarterback and your team spends their first round pick or a first round pick on a possible replacement, you're going to be concerned and a little bit uh, agitated, I think I I would put it. Um, Joe Flacco wasn't uh, harsh or didn't like show criticism publicly uh, outside of just saying like, uh, this is my position. I plan on competing for it. And it was, uh, you know, in, in week one, I believe he threw three touchdowns against the Buffalo bills that year uh, and uh, performed great in a 47 to three blowout to begin the season. So, you know, Joe looks very much ready to continue competing. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson needed to get up to NFL speed. Uh, and that's not due to, uh, is literal running speed it's due to the mental game and the mechanics game because lamar's speed is is among the elite in the nfl but he just had to get focused in the playbook and and uh operate his mechanics and get him up to nfl readiness yeah i look at lamar and it's here to himself when it comes to speed and that dynamicism at the quarterback position then we look at tier two i think jalen hurts is right there similar to a guy who also played at oklahoma Kyle Murray, not as uh, Murray, better quarterback prospect, better passer clearly at this stage of their careers, but I think they have similar styles and Hertz has a nice blend of speed and size. He played the Cardinals last year, had a very memorable run where he, you know, truck sticked Buda Baker goes in for a touchdown. And that was one of those moments where people in Philadelphia think, Oh my God, is this guy something? Can he be the guy? Can he be a franchise guy? Is this a flash in the pan? How did the Ravens, I know, Harbaugh's there, but Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator seems so integral to the success that Lamar had, kind of making a unique offense that's not really seen as much in the pro game. felt a little college style, and I don't mean that in a negative connotation because Lamar obviously had tremendous – one of the most successful college quarterbacks of all time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you see pro pro coaches a little reticent to bring those vibes, those intricacies to the pro game. But it seems that Roman did that so well for Lamar. What do you think? How do you think they put him in a position to succeed? Because he did essentially immediately in 2018 and then runs away with the MVP award the following season. Yeah, absolutely. You know, once he joined in on the team, he went six and one as a starter. And the only loss being an overtime loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, the bane of the Ravens existence right now. But uh, more, more importantly, you're answering your question. The significant aspect was the the ability and the unwavering confidence to just switch uh, schemes. They knew what Lamar's uh, strengths were. Everybody knows what Lamar's strengths are. Speed, agility, and acceleration among the best in the world. And uh, he does so under center in the gun and the pistol, whatever, what, what so have you. And they also had a pretty staunch offensive line that they could run behind uh lamar uh, excuse me marshall yonda was still a part of that squad i mean far too frequently we've seen plays and uh uh, all throughout his career of let's run behind number 73 on two on two hot like that was that was the running game yeah um it helped that gus edwards was a part of that team uh perfect complement to lamar's speed and agility is an absolute hammer of a of a heavy running back that's capable of gaining yards on just about every single carry 
Uh, I think just the confidence to do so and and I like that you put that, you know, they switched to a little bit more of a college system in which they're allowing the quarterback to be more mobile. They're allowing easier throws and they're trying to scheme up uh, an easier system for him as compared to when Joe Flacco was uh, under center. Uh, I think uh, not having any shame in in doing so is a is a key component there because some people like you mentioned it's not necessarily a negative but you're looked at differently when you yes include a, a lesser system quote unquote and uh the ravens said you know what this is going to help us succeed john harbaugh was was getting mutterings of being let go at season's end which is crazy the, in probably, retrospect that i remember yeah that. absolutely but, yeah. but they make this switch they they know lamar's strengths and they said, you know what? This is going to make us successful. We have a tough offensive line. We're a tough Ravens team. We are known for playing defense and running the football. Now we have an extra mobile player in Lamar Jackson. Let's utilize these strengths. And they came out. They did so. Uh, and, and that is what was so integral in getting him going in the NFL was they knew his talents they knew how to execute it. They had the players to do such a scheme, and uh, they were already there on the roster, and that allowed for such a tr- smooth transition more than anything. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, Trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian.
what weaknesses, if any, presented itself for Lamar as a passer, whether it's in 2018 or early in 2019? Obviously, Uber efficient had a ton of touchdown passes. But where did he struggle? Because I want to look and see what Hurts Hurts struggles right now to me with accuracy and in, in, over the middle and in intermediate routes. That was a great deep ball, an accurate deep ball, and is really good on those short chuck check down passes. But it's in the middle of the field, uh, the middle of the defense, that accuracy, that pinpoint accuracy that I don't think he has just yet, or maybe he never will get there. I think what the, did Lamar struggle? I with think that? the smoothness in his mechanics is okay. what was what was. Uh, lacking there he understands how to throw a pass he's a he was a college quarterback for goodness sake you know so he understood the concept of throwing the ball and how to throw the ball and and how to drop back but i think there's a as we all know there's a perfection that you seek as a professional athlete that there's a difference between backup quarterbacks dropping back and tom brady dropping back and lamar was nowhere near what we know as the traditional smooth step drop um, plant and like focusing on his throws and stuff. I think that was a little bit difficult. I think running an like an NFL system is incredibly different. And the jump from the college system to any college system to professional system is uh, significant. You know, it's leaps and bounds and difficulty. And that was going to present a difficulty in itself. Uh, Lamar's throws uh, certainly had inaccuracies at times. It definitely ranged from short throws to intermediate and even deep passes. Uh, those have been smoothed over uh, intermittently throughout his his career. The uh, the consistency was lacking. You know he can he can throw this beautiful third and one pass that actually like, that he has the confidence to instead go for the short checkdown to hit Marquise Brown forty yards deep and he drops it in the basket over a defender. And then he'll nearly overthrow a five-yard touchdown pass to Mark Andrews, who's standing wide open in the end zone, and he fires it up above uh, Andrews' head, and he's got to make a leaping one-handed grab. So I think those inaccuracies have presented themselves throughout his career, and uh, they've been worked on and developed, and the Ravens hired uh, coaches to help him out. They hired a quarterback specialist. They hired a passing game coach. They brought in all sorts of different positions and coaches to truly give him every opportunity to succeed early in his career. I like that you mentioned the mechanics aspect because obviously I harped on the accuracy issue there. And I think a lot of Eagles fans do, but the one thing Nick Sirianni, who's the Eagles new head coach has emphasized most in camp and seemed to spoke most of when discussing Hertz and his development and whether he's going to be the Eagles starter. I mean that not like he's competing with Flacco, but in the sense that the Eagles are still uh, in trade rumors with Deshaun Watts and all this stuff. And that's a whole other story that I've covered here a couple of times, but he seems to have emphasized footwork. And I think that's a similar thing to what you're kind of talking about that you saw from Lamar, obviously someone who, and you see that a lot from rookie quarterbacks that have a speed element to their game. Maybe they don't have the smoothest footwork dropping back because they're not, they know they're not a prototypical passer they're not some slow Peyton Manning back there what makes Hertz and a guy like Lamar Jackson's ability to escape the pocket roll outside the pocket make throws on the run so I think having that emphasis and working on that the same way that the Ravens did with Lamar is going to be huge to his development as a passer because obviously he can't run every time it's going to be a third and six thirty third and seven he's going to need to make a great play that's a 12 yard pass over the middle to Dallas Goddard pinpoint throw with the linebackers a little off and the safety's up top waiting for him there. Yeah. Um, 
the the footwork aspect like you mentioned is is uh definitely a part of Lamar's game. Uh he's just he was just too fast for his own good, you know. Yeah. And I assume Hertz is similar in that regard as well. Hertz is a very talented player. He's fast, he's agile. I've watched him and and uh and expressing uh, the truth uh I'm a little bit biased cuz I like watching Jalen Hurts. I thought he was a He's fun. Uh, a yeah. Good addition. He was very fun to watch, yeah. Um but yeah, Lamar's like you said, the footwork's a, a critical aspect, and Jackson had a little bit of happy feet. He knows he's the fastest athlete on the field yeah. at any given moment. And so it's hard. I assume it's hard. This is me just uh, going off assumption here. It's hard to drop back and slow yourself down when you can outrun everybody on that field if you were in a straight race or if you're just one-on-one with anybody, Lamar's going to win every one-on-one situation because he's flat out faster and has better acceleration than anybody on the field. And so I think that must be challenging to slow down when, when you know that you're faster than everybody else. And uh, that maybe caused a little bit of, of, uh, of a mental rep for Jackson to try and learn and, and, uh, and, and utilize effectively. Yeah, I probably run a six two forty. So I can only imagine if I was as fast as Lamar, how much I would be love and be excited to. You'd run everywhere, wouldn't you? Like you'd yeah. be like you'd be in the grocery parking lots and be like, "Hey, do you want to race for for like a gallon of milk? Like, hey, do you yeah. want to you want to run? Like, I would be hanging out everywhere and be like, "Do you want to race? Do you want to race? Like, I'd be the kid in the in the uh, lightning bolt Batman shoes and being like, yes, these ones make me faster. Boom. And then hopping on the flash ones. These ones make me fat. I would, I would do that all the time. Uh, You can always catch me sprinting. Yeah. Get the PF flyers from the sandlot that Benny, the Jeff, or you're in one of those old school uh, TV game shows where it's the supermarket (laughs) thing. And you have to put as many things in the cart supermarket sweet baby yes yeah, i'm here i'm throwing hams and wheels of cheese yeah. in this thing <laughs> yeah getting all the, oat, the expensive oat milk in, in there and everything it's, like that we, we have a strategy here seamus we have a strategy now yeah. <laughs> we talked a little bit before the show but marquise brown someone who i really wanted the eagles to draft in 2019 they end up getting andre dillard who hasn't had a lot of success at the nfl right now again that's another discussion Hollywood Brown loved him coming in the draft. Again, hasn't really lived up to that first round billing. Seemed like, again, we talked about with the running backs, they had great running backs, and Mark Andrews emerged as you know, one of the premier tight ends in the league in 2018 and 2019. So how do you see, or how did Lamar have success as someone who's probably better at the deep ball and some of the short game without real true, true high-level talent at the receiver position? Right. Uh Marquise is a is a very talented player. Absolutely, uh, I've, I've watched him, and I know that's not you, you. You weren't saying otherwise. It's just that he he uh, has been a little inconsistent. Lamar has inconsistencies, and when you both are on different wavelengths, it's really challenging for an offense to operate. Also, uh, Marquise was being asked to essentially step into the NFL and become what uh, a relative of his would be, and that's Antonio Brown. A lot of people just said, this is the next Antonio Brown. Throw him on your offense. He's going to catch 100 balls, and he's going to go off for 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. Like That's who Marquise Brown is. Like That's unfair aspirations of any rookie, and uh, that was challenging. Also, Marquise Brown has yet to have a full, real training camp 
which is last year he, you know, his rookie season, he had a couple screws in his foot, was missing time. Uh, the next year, it, everything shut down and virtual and, and uh, off-site due to COVID-19. Uh, but as for how the Ravens have operated with, uh, with the offense and trying to give Jackson weapons, they've taken shots. You know, they've, they've done so. And this season, more than any, it's, it's being realized just how many, you know, rounds in the chamber they've fired at trying to get this offense set up for Jackson's long-term success. They drafted Marquise Brown. They drafted Miles Boykin. They've, they signed uh, free agencies all throughout, including Sammy Watkins, his most recent offseason. They drafted Rashad Bateman and Tylen Wallace, first-round pick there for Rashad Bateman. Uh, J.K. Dobbins was a draft pick, uh, not this year, but the year prior. They're trying their best to surround him with a, a, a full offensive group. They brought in Kevin Zeitler. Uh, after trading Orlando Brown Jr. at his request, they brought in Alejandro Villanueva to fill in that right tackle spot. This free agency period and draft period was had nothing to do with the defense. They already had Clayus Campbell, Derek Wolf, uh, uh, an all-pro tandem of cornerbacks with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. They had no reason to pursue anything defensively. And they said, we want to surround our franchise quarterback with all the options available for us and uh, that can be afforded by us. Uh, early in his career, it's tough, but when you bring in a wide receiver in 2018, excuse me, you bring in a quarterback in 2018, you can't expect to also bring in a whole host of weapons to surround him with. It takes a multi-year plan to be successful, especially when uh, you didn't get started with this plan until halfway through 2018. So they went out and drafted Marquise Brown right away in 2019 and Miles Boykin as well. Uh, they've pursued weapons. They've done everything they can. It really does feel that way to to bring in players to uh, lead towards his long term success. Yeah, when speaking about Brown and him never really having a full off season, what worries me now is I'm recording this Monday afternoon. It was announced today that first round pick Devontae Smith has an MCL sprain in his knee. He's week to week. Obviously, Eagles have had some murky injury history. When they hear week to week, it's kind of a you know light bulb goes off your head, get really nervous, things like that. And you know, Adam Schefter said it might be a two to three week injury. Maybe he's ready for week one. Maybe he's not. But even if he plays in week one, I'm worried about him just being behind in terms of transitioning to the pro game because he has all the talent in the world, but without building up that rapport with Hurts in training camp throughout the preseason, just getting his legs under him, quite literally, I guess, since it's a knee injury. And that's a scary thing for me. And I'm not comparing him to Brown. I have all the hope in the world that Devontae Smith can be a pro bowl, all pro player for years to come. Mm-hmm. But I'm already a little bit nervous there. And because it would also negatively affect Hertz's development, you're kind of putting him in a situation like Carson Wentz did for the last couple of years, where there's really no talent at wide receiver. They have guys like Travis Fulgham, Flash for you know, two or three weeks, four weeks, whatever it was last season, and then, you know, turn back into a pumpkin. You have Jalen Rager up and down, pretty, pretty disappointing rookie season. Then Greg Ward, the, you know, the our average is the least yards per reception in the NFL the last couple of years. So yeah. not a lot of great talent there. So I'm a little concerned, probably more so than more Eagles fans. I'm a little more pessimistic that the Smith injury might mirror similarly to some of the stuff that Brown has dealt with in his NFL career, both smaller guys. I think that's a fair comparison. I think also that you are looking at it through a, a, 
a little bit of a pessimistic scope. Um, but the Ravens have similar uh, injury notes when you hear week to week, day to day, because yeah. actually it was just announced today that you said this is being recorded on Monday that Marquise Brown left on Thursday's practice with Ooh. a leg injury. And they said it's more precautionary than anything. You know, it's just a little bit of tightness and, and uh, we just want to make sure the muscle health is there. It is now Monday and uh, he still hasn't returned to the field. That's three practices. They did have Sunday off. And uh, when asked today, John Harbaugh said, yeah, it's a uh, it's a little bit worse than we had initially been told. And uh, we're going to see and he's going to be back out there when he comes out there. The reason Harbaugh doesn't even give us a specific date or specific day-to-day, week-to-week term is because of the Brashad Perryman saga that unfolded with the Ravens here a few years back when he would suffer an injury. They said he'd be out here tomorrow, and then he didn't, and then he's back out next week, and then he suffered another knee injury, and it was every week, he's week-to-week, he's week-to-week, and and it became such a repetitive and frustrating process for Perryman, Harbaugh, and the Ravens fan base and the media involved that Harbaugh now doesn't really want to uh, disclose uh, like specificity with injury news, particularly with wide receivers. So I can I can certainly uh, feel what you mean and sympathize there with uh, when it comes to wide receiver injury news. Yeah, I still think if Smith plays 15, 16 games, he could top a thousand yards. He could be in the offensive Agreed. rookie of the year discussion for mm-hmm. sure. But I just don't want him to be a little bit behind. And I don't want to cause that a domino effect where Jalen Hurts is behind where he should be. Of course. Because of the lack of Smith there, because I'm so excited for him. Everyone in Philadelphia is, and he's going to obviously play a gigantic role in this offense when he's on the field, you know, no going to be their best skill position player immediately. So obviously, yeah. Eagles fans hoping for that. Uh, a lot right now. That's that's our biggest concern, more so than mm-hmm. uh, you know Jalen Hurts' footwork or accuracy right now. I think everyone just wants Smith to be healthy and on yep. the field September 12th down in Atlanta. Kyle, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything Absolutely. to quickly plug? I kind of told you a little spiel earlier. Anything that podcast, anything we want to look out for? Yeah, for sure. Um, if you are interested in reading a wrap-up of Ravens media news and coverage, uh, that's actually what late for work is i scour all across all forms of online media and find the best stories uh monday through friday i cover on mondays and wednesdays and uh kevin eck is the other writer here is an incredible writer uh so go to baltimoreavens.com uh late for work and uh, you can read some of the best uh, wrap-ups of the Ravens news and coverage. Other than that, please do enjoy BaltimoreBeatdown.com. I love the SB Nation NFL show, as we were talking about earlier. I'm not even on it other than to uh, yell at BLG sometimes or RJ Ochoa, but that's certainly worth subscribing to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome you're right for the site. I can't imagine the Eagles asking me to write for their website, maybe a little too. I guess the <laughs> nicest way to put it would be eccentric uh, to kind of talk about that. I don't want to have to talk about how you know, we need to have the addresses of these referees made public or something like that. On the <laughs> Kyle, no, that wouldn't go over well. <laughs> again, thank you so much for coming on. If you're listening to this, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening. If you're able to give a five-star review, please do so. Check out this. Be sure to check out the website, bleedinggreennation.com. Be sure to check out, as Kyle said, the SB Nation NFL show. BLG's on there doing great work as well as so many people across the SB Nation NFL network. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus underscore Clancy and the BGM and Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta and keep bleeding green. Oh, I am haunted by-
P-G-N. Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. 